What up, drinkers? That's right. It is another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. This week, we have the amazing L.A.-based artist, Lorelai Marcel. Man, she is a great uh, up-and-coming pop artist, uh, like I said, from L.A., um, she is fantastic, and um, it was great to talk to her. Now, she is under 21, so she couldn't partake in the bruise portion. So we talk about our bruise at the end, but it, it, it was fine. She had a LaCroix. She cheers us with that. It was great. It was great. Um, she was wonderful. We had a wonderful conversation with her. And uh, make sure you check her stuff out everywhere you can find music. Her latest release is the EP Stranger. Um, and then you can hear some of her other great songs like Perfect, Your Biggest Fan, Nothing Hurts Better, uh, Human Nature, which is like a remix. It's really cool. So, guys, go check it out. She has great music. Uh, wonderful. I just, like I was saying at the end of this, um, in our little recap at the end, it's just so cool to see all these incredibly talented artists like in their in their journeys and, and where they are. And I'm like, I cannot wait to see where these people are you know, in five years or whatever, because it's just, you could just see the trajectory and, you know, Lorelai is, is, I, I, it's going to be great to see where she's going. So, um, please listen to this wonderful episode with Lorelai and make sure you catch our other, um, releases that we've had. Like we've had some great interviews lately and we have great upcoming interviews. It's been a while since me and Johnny did a just us two episode. But go back a little ways, and you can find some fun topics and list episodes. And we will get back to that. But we have all these great interviews lined up, so we're going to keep going with that. Um, and, of course, like and follow us on all the social medias and all of that. So in the meantime, guys get and gals, get your drinks. Get your drinks. Pop those tops. Sit down. Enjoy a nice brew with music and brews. This is Lorelai Marcel. Let's do it. Hello. Hey. How are you guys? Oh, living the dream. How are you? Living the dream as well. <laughs> he always says that. Don't believe him. <laughs> what you don't know is I came in in tears with so many issues in life. But you know what? We fake it till we make it, right? <laughs> Oh yeah! Cool. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're thank you for being on. Yeah, we're so pumped. Hold on one second. Sorry, we're getting set up a little bit. Oh man, it looks so pretty outside. Where are you at? Where are you at? Yeah, I, I'm in um, West Hollywood. Oh in yeah, Los Angeles. Palm trees. God, I haven't so... been outside today. I've been locked in my room doing work, but <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> sad. Looks... <laughs> Good, but also you're like, but the sun. I'm I went already... to the beach today though, so I felt oh, like sun for the. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, what are you doing? I'm getting my getting my stuff ready. Johnny's unprepared. I no, apologize. That is not ex that is. <laughs> I'm literally holding up my notes and and uh, making sure I have everything ready. So thank you, Brian. By the way, I'm I'm Johnny. This is Brian. And I'm Brian. Johnny Brian, got it. Yep. Okay. One day we're gonna just do the reverse. Yeah, that'd be very funny. So um, <laughs> so we are. We are called music and brews typically, but I think you might be underage, right? Still? Yeah, I got my my Lacroix though. Yeah, so. Lacroix, you got something to cheer. We like to cheers yeah. to start off, so yeah. that'll work. We'll, we'll cheers your Lacroix. Speaking of, we'll probably do the this portion at the end. Okay. Yeah. 
That's fine. Yeah. We'll cheers it, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely cheers. All righty. Well, let's do it. Well, shall we do it? Yes. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Music and Brews. I am your host, Johnny Verrigan, and as always, I have my co-host, Brian Michael. What up, bro? You don't live in the dream. Don't say it. <laughs> ah, you said it. You need a new no, way to describe how you're feeling. Do you remember when I always used to say, chillin' like a villain? Did you? I For, for I, three years that we lived together, I used to say it all the time. Now you also used I, to say I skipped it. perfectly frank all the well, time. Well, I still say that. Okay. To be perfectly frank. To be perfectly which, frank, which, you're living the dream. If you, are, if you are a listener, an avid listener, you know that <laughs> we are coming up with a band called The Perfectly Franks, where everybody's named Frank. <laughs> so we have been on a nice good stint of interviews and we're super excited because this incredible artist is on and talk about her music and talk about herself. Uh, so let's go ahead and give a warm welcome, because we'll definitely hear it, to Lorelai Marcel. Yay! Oh, thank you yeah. so much, guys. It's such a pleasure to be on and thank you for making the time. Yeah. Um, before we start, I'd like to say I love that guitar in the background. I know that people listening can't oh, see it, but it's thank beautiful. You. I will say it is like perfectly in the middle. It's like I the know. perfect guitar. I kind of put right it there. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. Of it, it is nice and pretty. It's, it's a it pretty is. one to have behind us. Yeah. It's my prettiest one. We should put like uh, have that one. I'll put my my other one, my red one here, yeah. and then it's a nice. And then let's get and, a white one right here. Well, Kayla has a green one. Sorry, now you got us talking about guitars. <laughs> <laughs> we're like not even looking at it. Yeah, She's we're like, just like, oh, yeah, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you though? How you doing? Um, I'm doing really well, actually. Yeah, I'm, I was home visiting my family for a little bit, but I'm back here in LA. Um, I'm originally from the Boston area, so that's where I was. But okay. yeah, it's it's really nice to be here amongst the sun and the hot July weather. So is it not hot in Boston right now? No, it is. But oh, like okay. you know, the the evenings are a little cooler here. It's just like heat, heat, heat. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a, it's like a, a good heat though, isn't it? Right. Yeah, it's like drier. It's not as humid, which I really enjoy. So oh, I I. I am already sick of our heat. We're in Nashville, so it's just burning right now, and I'm just like, humid, real humid. It's gross. It's so bad. (laughs) I don't think I can even complain about the heat (laughs) since you guys are, yeah, in one of the hottest parts of the the country. (laughs) It is weird, and then like this is one of the like really hot spots, but yeah, I heard Florida is much worse. Yeah, Florida the, oh, well, and Texas are like the two. Oh, I'm sorry. Do I need less reasons to have to move to Florida? Except the beach <laughs> is the only reason. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> yeah, the spiders, the alligators. No thanks. Are we, I'm good. Oh yeah, the alligators. I was gonna say. Well, then we'll we'll just. That's an easy skip uh, to uh, Australia, where everything seems like it's gonna kill you, but it's yeah. also beautiful. You know, it's like. <laughs> Florida is our Australia. <laughs> Everything's out to kill you, and it's hot. <laughs> and it's hot. <laughs> and it, but it's also, you know, got its good parts. It's pretty. That's oh, true. man. 
Well, let's go ahead and dive in. Normally, we talk a little bit about what we're gonna drink, what we're drinking, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but let's go ahead, and we want to hear from you. We really want to get to know you, and, and then we'll dive into your music more. We're pumped. Uh, so, Laura, will you give us? We always like to start off with a little background on your music background, a little bit of your life, and and what led you to where you're at now. Yeah, um, so I'm 19. Um, I grew up in, like I said, the Boston area. I was actually born outside of Philly, so I lived there for like the first eight years of my life, but I really grew up um, in this small town in Massachusetts outside of Boston um, called Lexington, so that's kind of where I did everything, and I had like a very normal middle school, high school experience, um, which I'm really grateful for, but I just recently moved out to L.A. to pursue my career full-time, but I've always been like a singer. I've always been into that. Um, and when I was like 13, I think, um, I'm really spitting out all the, the facts here, but. Oh, do it, <laughs> that's dates, what we want. <laughs> the specifics. Um, but when I was like 13, I started songwriting um, and that kind of changed the way I looked at music forever. Um, and this past year has been so incredible for that. I've just had all this free time that I've never had before um, to, really go full force with it all and i've created a lot of music this year so i'm very very happy about that and so yeah that's kind of the synopsis quick <laughs> <laughs> synopsis what so, um oh, go ahead. uh so you said you started songwriting at 13 that's like i think when i started too but what was it that like that that inspired you to do that what who was it or like was there a moment where you're like i need to write music Right. Um, Yeah, it was never really something I thought about. I was more just like, oh, I really enjoy music and singing and, you know, I'm a beginner at piano. It's just all kind of fun to me. It's just, it was always something I was so drawn to. But um, this talent scout had reached out to me um, via Instagram, which is kind of scary that I was on Instagram at 13. (laughs) (laughs) God, um, is Instagram that old? Yeah. Yeah. God damn. (laughs) <laughs> but um they were like hey do you want to work with this writer that we work with um he actually is from nashville his name's um shannon MacArthur. um we still talk um now but um he was like the first person i wrote with and that really was something i was like oh yeah i, I can i can create my own music like that's kind of you know if if you want to make it or at least you know have a like your thing your niche you kind of have to create your own art and yeah, I'm really thankful that I got started um, so young, or at least open to it all at such a young age. Um, so yeah, that was that was that. Yeah, that, did you did you have like training or anything um, to get into um, it, or did you do a lot by ear, or just kind of practicing? <laughs> I yeah, I did voice lessons for like as long as I can remember. Um, my parents, or, or I expressed to my parents that I really wanted to um, be a singer and that I, I really liked singing. And they they were like, okay, like let's sign you up for voice lessons. And then it was just always something I did. Um, so yeah, I'm st- I still take them occasionally yeah. now. But when I was younger, it was like it was really something I was passionate about. I was always in like the recitals and like the musicals of my middle school and random stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. What, um, what is, uh, because I, I imagine now, like we, we had like MySpace in high school, but, um, I know like now with social media as huge as it is for you, especially coming up into high school like that. Um, were you doing music through high school and was social media part of that? Like, 
how was that being in school, like being like the artist? Like were people like, oh my God, it's Lorelai. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, people definitely like knew like knew of me as like the girl who like sang on online, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, I was very like active on Instagram and um, that's kind of where I started posting all of these like covers and random things I would do and like snippets of like original music. But yeah, social media has definitely played a massive role in everything. Um, and even just, I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but just like TikTok now and the world of, I don't know, everyone being online, promoting their music, it definitely feels like like everyone's doing it. Um, and you know, you, you feel the competition, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was very big and in, in, while I was in high school as well, so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and like the short time in which like face, like MySpace, yeah, dissipated, but like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, everything shot up so fast. Um, but well, I, I'd love to ask you then. Tell me a little bit about the journey. So you have been singing. You wanted to be a singer, and then the switch over from when you started songwriting. And mm -hmm. we love to always talk about the difference, like the differences between an artist and a songwriter. But tell me a little bit about like what clicked and, and how the journey went from from just singing to, oh, songwriting. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely like I'd say this past year and or these past two years have really been the most like informative um, progressive years for that. Um, I'd say I definitely have always thought of myself um, alongside for being like a singer or a musician, like someone who's very emotional and like deep in their feelings a lot of the time. Um, it's a blessing and a curse, but that, <laughs> yes, a hopeless romantic, yeah. um, you know, all the, all the things. Um, so <laughs> yeah, that, that was something I, I'd always resonated with a lot. And then, so I feel like once I started being like, oh, I can, you know, use both of these things and kind of combine them um I think that was that was really beautiful and it's definitely helped me express a lot of things I feel um more vividly um through song I'm sure like every songwriter can relate to that but it's it definitely made just like a lot of sense and it wasn't something I felt was like forced upon me to be an artist I was like I want to do this and I connect with it so yeah that makes sense what what uh what are your like throughout your writing uh years what is the song that you released that was like the earliest that you've written oh gosh um <laughs> all my like my like good friends right now are like bring bring back the old music but when oh, i was like 13 but i put this song this album out it was called one time and it was just like the cheesiest girly pop music you could imagine oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, but i don't know I, it definitely it definitely needed to happen when it did. Um, it's no longer online, so people don't come ask me for it. Um, I would literally was gonna be like, "Wait, shit, did yeah, I miss I, it?" I had yeah, it up we, on Spotify. And we're like, like "Wait, did it? we fucking what miss it?" it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my earliest memory of like releasing something onto yeah. like streaming platforms. Um, but I think on Spotify, uh, "Losing Myself" is like the earliest song I put out. Um, is that like is, one of the earliest songs that you've written too? Like, like in your beginning years, like, is that yeah. like, is it chronological, I guess, releasing wise? Yeah, there, I mean, there were a few more before that, like after one time and then before that, oh, okay. um, but like it was just like a few singles and that was still really when I was getting into songwriting. So I'd say, yes, that's, oh, 
definitely one of the earliest. I'm just kind of yeah. curious because we've always we always end up with or, or, or we always happen upon songs that were like this is amazing song and they're like I wrote that like ten years ago and it's been ten years of building it to where it is. It's like oh crap. Yeah. So I always yeah. wonder about that. Yeah. I always see artists um, on like like TikTok and like just like any like I guess like Instagram like places where like songs go viral and they're like please pick a different song like pick one of my newer songs like this song I wrote like 15 years ago and I don't want to promote it oh, weird. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like that's a good problem to have so yeah, yeah. I say that there are yeah. worse things like not there having any worse. of your songs out <laughs> I know right yeah it's weird I, I guess you, d- you just don't know what song is gonna be the one that people are into yeah <laughs> yeah um, so so did so then I guess that first one, twenty nineteen, was three years so you would have been in high school still when that released? Yeah. I just graduated last year, so this okay. is like my first So you have so real- much music that you released wow. like through high <laughs> so school. Wild. I have to say if if I were to show you the songs that I wrote in high school <laughs> compared to these songs, it is not even close like I sound like a little high school kid, but these sound legit like like major pop songs how that, that that's kind of where i was a little bit leading like were you trained did you like like who are you co-writing like with how um are you just like do you write the music as well do you produce it and all that too i i don't produce so that was i think one of the um i mean i kind of learned how to like, curate my own demos and stuff right now nice. um but i don't like, finish my tracks or anything like that yeah. um yet at least i hope that's a goal of mine um in the next few years to to really get into production but um no yeah i definitely worked with some really um insanely talented producers that um my manager had hooked me up with and stuff so i'm very grateful to have been able to have those connections um because i definitely wouldn't have been able to fulfill the songs fully um by myself um so yeah i was i was very lucky to be in that position to work with them um so yeah yeah that's really cool to have um like like i guess that brings up a good point like not everyone has like someone to like uh to grow you you know in a way like like most people like like when i was like it was just me i was just writing by myself in a room which is cool which i'm sure you've done tons of but then when you get Mm -hmm. to write with these like people who are already I'm guessing like releasing stuff and all that. What, how, um, how's that making you grow? Like as a songwriter artist? Right. Um, I mean, first of all, it's like, it's crazy how they like trusted to like work with somebody like, you know, so young, I guess. So I'm, you know, also thankful that they, they agreed to it in the first place, but, um, (laughs) well, you're a great singer. I was going to say, I don't find it that weird because I'm listening to the music. You're like, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You're great. So I'm like, hell yeah. Um, but no, it, it definitely made me grow as like an artist because I, I think seeing the industry world and all the things it has to offer and like, you know, some people think they're like, oh, there's just producers and then like they do everything. The producers like so- songwrite, they sing, they do everything. And it's like there's so many different parts to creating a song, even just like there's different people that mix it and master it and, you know, do do all of the moving parts. So. I think learning that from a really young age um, and still seeing those things um, present day has been, was like really, really great. Um, just to see, I don't know, to see all the loops and various things. Yeah. Yeah. You like went to school for it without actually going to school, you yeah. know, in a way, you know, 
yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I I definitely feel like part a part of me is like in college right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though I'm not, but I'm just like even just like a songwriting session is like like I learn so much each session, even if it's not a very good session, I still learn something from it now. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Um in the same realm, so how do I put this? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of a lot of people don't end up writing music at the caliber that you are at the age that you are um, and, and like ever. It's very rare. So uh, the reason. So what I want to ask is in this current where we're at right now, we have so much music. We have so much to draw from. Mm-hmm. Do you tend to just use your own experiences and that's what you write through and what you write from or do you try to to learn and uh, from from the general pop world and kind of draw from them a little more i'd say yeah d- definitely both I'd, I'd say when i first got was getting started like i was like in my early teens like even like 16 like i'd never like gone through a breakup or anything like really like <laughs> yeah. dramatic in that way i mean since then i have but i think I think when I was younger, I was like, oh, like I hear people writing about this. So I'm going to, I'm going to use that. Or I read this like poem and I, I want to like use what I saw in the poem. I don't know. Just things like that. But, and I definitely still do that now, but I feel like even just living on my own, like I have so much time to, to think and experience things that I've never experienced before. So um, as hard as this past year was with like all of these things and breakups and various things, like I think it has really, really helped my art and my perspective in being able to go into a session and be like, I have this idea and I want to write about this or that. And so, yeah. And other songs are very helpful too. Like what other people write about, like, Oh, that's, that's a cool idea. And I've kind of experienced that. So I guess I can, I can write something surrounding that. So, yeah. That's awesome. So then I, (laughs) well, that's interesting because like the experiences you're getting right now is helping you. So, are you able to, I guess not able to, but have you written songs of, of trying to make up experiences and just say, or not even experiences, make up scenarios. A lot of, a lot of like Nashville writers, they, they mm-hmm. might not know exactly what they're writing about, but they try to be it. Uh, oh yeah. They, they'll find a good hook. The, the, yeah. A common ground. And then, will, yeah. and then write around it basically. Yeah. <laughs> so do you tend to, to, to write just through what you have, have gone through or do you try to find a little bit of like that, like a musical hook or, or a lyrical hook and kind of roll through that? Yeah, I, I, I definitely think if you like if, if I were to just write about like things I went through, like I would kind of drive myself crazy because <laughs> I don't want to always be thinking about <laughs> I don't know my specific experiences, even like my past breakup, like I'll like go to write about it now. Um, even though like, you know, I'm, I'm past it and everything, it's still good to pull parts, but it's like, I don't always want to be thinking about that. So, um, and also I feel like, I feel like in pop music, especially it's so like, that's such an umbrella term that like, it's really good to have just like a random lyric and be like, that makes a really good hook. Like, let me just like word vomit into the mic and see what comes out. So I, I definitely do that a lot, a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Go ahead. Um, I was going to ask about like, like genre wise. So I know like, I remember when I, when I first moved to Nashville and I, I like had this consultation and the guy was like, um, so what style are you? And I, I told him, you know, I'm country. He's like, yeah, you'll probably change styles like four times in the next few years. And I'm like, what? No way. But uh, as an artist, do you think, um, like you, you found 
like your style like your groove do you think it's changing has it changed or you know I think I think it's always kind of been changing I think with every song I've released I've felt something different alongside it like I feel like the stuff I used to put out was very very like strictly pop it was just pop and I think now I I definitely there was a there's also a point where, where I was only writing like soulful like R and B stuff um, oh, with this one guy geez. and I was like I, I need to do this and yeah. I never really put any of that out but um, uh, I, I definitely love feel it. yeah I was gonna say where can I find which one of these songs I've heard all of them I was like which one <laughs> yeah but um, I don't know I've kind of tried a ton of stuff um, but I feel like I definitely identify with like indie pop and. I, but I just feel like my voice sits in this like lower, more soulful register. So I definitely love leaning in those directions and hopefully in the future um, plan on um, writing and putting more I don't know, so, like soulful music out. Um, just because a lot of my favorite artists like her, Daniel Caesar, like they lean more alternative R&B. And I, I really love that. But I definitely respect the art of pop a lot and definitely love writing pop music well so. there's a good bridge there i feel like because re- lately everything kind of uh, like all styles i mean i don't know if you disagree Brad, but a lot of the styles that we have whether it be country mm-hmm. metal uh r&b anything has some like synths coming into it and some of that like pop yeah. uh like like uh influences coming into it so it's really easy to bridge those gaps i feel like yeah i'm not totally. sure if, yeah yeah, and like she said, like I think pop is such a general term nowadays. That is it's true. Like, <laughs> you could be soul, right. but also pop. pop. <laughs> I mean, pop at the end of the day is just popular. It's like, you know, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're singing about like tr- trucks and beer and. Well, then your country. Bring in soul, pop, and <laughs> trucks and beer. What are you? Uh, pop country. <laughs> oh, okay. Damn it. Still country. But, but what if you make it soulful? Uh, like Chris Stapleton? Oh, shit. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, sorry, that one got me. You're Chris Stapleton. Okay. Come on. That makes sense. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, uh, steering away a little bit from music for the moment, I um, <clears throat> one of the things I made a lot of note of is the visuals that you do for everything i guess like every single single release you do every every uh ep release and everything of that sort all your visuals on them are super unique and different and cool and awesome give me some of the like background on them i mean especially right now you're kind of going leaning like a little 70s style um (laughs) yeah so give me a little bit of that which by the way it I didn't like when I think 70s, I think 30 years ago, not 50 years ago. Isn't that weird? So fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. Thank you so much um, for for pointing that out. Um, Yeah, visuals is, um, I don't know, it's one of the things that I think is the most fun, but also the most confusing because um, I don't sometimes, like, sometimes I don't have a picture of what I want. Like, an album cover to look like or anything. I just know like the feeling behind it, um, if that makes sense. But a lot of the um, visuals like I'll put on my Instagram or various places, I actually make um, on my own with footage I got, I get from like various shoots and things that I've filmed oh, or cool. photographers filmed um, and I'll like splice them together. I really, really love um, video editing, um, but 
yeah so that's that's definitely where some of it comes from and then just very music videos and things like that but yeah thank you so much yeah so what what is like give me a little more of like the your past one so your past like i'm like i'm looking through them right now so you have like ones that are drawings you have some just you very yeah, naturally i really like perfect i like that perfect yeah that the like like really minimalistic drawing line yeah. drawing it's really cool so what what yeah. Yeah, give me a little more of, of that. I'd like to hear a bit of like you, the like why the, the creative part and why of that, or just something that came came about by accident. Yeah, that was that was an idea I had. Um, I was like, I really want it to be like pencily. I was really into um, like Pinterest then, and I saw all these yeah, things on Pinterest. Yep. Yeah, like little drawn out um, things, and um, we like sent the idea to an artist, and then they um, they like replicated this picture of my head and um, made it look really beautiful. Um, I'll I forget their name, but I can um, send it to you guys after. So yeah, can I would love to. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was that was really fun. A lot of people point out um, the perfect cover and. Um, I think it's it's sick how the the artists replicated. I don't know, just like a picture of me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was the, I don't know metaphor there for like it looking really like perfect. I don't know or minimalistic, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, because it's so like exact. I get it. I love yeah, it. exactly. That's cool. cool. <laughs> What about so this last perfect. the last three releases ha- seem to have a theme going? Yeah. Uh, what's the inspiration to that? Like nothing hurts, masterpiece. Well, we, yeah, we we spoke a little bit about that, like that kind of '70s style happening. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious why. Yeah, um, the the place we shot the um, the EP um, photos at um, was very like '70s. There were certain rooms that were more like '80s, '60s, just like a, a combo of everything. Um, and that was, and when we were looking online on like places to shoot, I was like, ah, we needed to be here. Like, this is so yes. sick. Huh. I love, um, the artist Leon. And I feel like a lot of her artwork really reflects this like seventies vibe, like flare pants and just like really cool things. Um, like more like hazy lighting, like bright orange and red and yellow. And, um, I just really liked, um, that and the way it looked on Spotify and things like that. So I was, I was super set on making it sort of a modern play on that and then with like the crown and stuff having this like disheveled like princess vibe i, I just feel like <laughs> i mean yeah that makes sense yeah that's cool so, thank you though yes what what is it like um you know i think be becoming an artist from a songwriter to an artist like you really you have to focus on all these different things like like these pictures and like a theme and all that. So how was that? How was that transition for you? Like getting into this this side of it. Do you like all of that part of it? Yeah, I, I it's definitely like love hate. Um, just because <laughs> sometimes I'm either super opinionated about it and I really want it to look like an exact certain way, and then sometimes I'm honestly like I don't have any input. Like I really don't know what I would do, and that's when like my team and I will really try and talk it out and I'm very open to ideas. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been an interesting part. It definitely trying to, I don't know, give my perspective on everything. Um, when sometimes yeah. I don't always have input because I wasn't thinking about it in the first place, but <laughs> yeah, um, you're like, I do music. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I take pictures. Song, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love the, like the art, more artistic, um, 
part of it like that and like the photos and artwork and everything. Um, so. Yeah. Well, you seem to be somebody that's really involved with with the art period. Like it doesn't matter what the what the medium is, but you love art. Um, I'm kind of cute. Well, I'm, I, we'll get back to your your main songs here in a minute because I want to talk about some of them. But like, has there been uh, some writing outside of the style that you apart from the soul that we talked about? But like anything that you've written that you're just like, this is this kind of song, and maybe just gave it to somebody else or anything like that. Yeah, we um this whole year I I wrote almost like 50 songs or something. It was like a crazy number and we obviously um chose a very small fraction of those um so um I'm putting out an album which is an extension of the EP in November nice. and that has like 13 songs and then we're going to do like an interlude or an intro um but yeah, there's obviously a ton of songs left. So we, we've been pitching a lot of those. And um, there's some songs where I'm like, we need to send this to this artist's teams. Or like, um, there was this one like emo pop song that I was like, I need Tate McRae to sing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, it's a bit harder to, to connect with her team. But um, yeah, so I definitely hear that like a lot. I'm like, this is cool, but I wouldn't put it out, but I'd want someone else to. So, yeah. so well, you just mentioned that you're releasing an album. Uh, we talk about this all the time where we're, we live in the age of singles. It's just how it goes. You've released yeah. single, 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 oh. then EP, single, 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 single. Um, what, what was the catalyst for you to want to just do an album and why the release of the album? Right. That, that's a great question. Um, I, I think a lot like I I'm such an album person. Like when an artist I really like puts out an album, I'll listen like top to bottom, really get the feel because I, I think albums really just convey like a message. Whereas like, obviously a singular song does that as well, but it really, like I went through um, a breakup, like I said, and then this whole year of moving was just, I just had such strong feelings about what was going on right, right now in my life. And um, well, at least while I was writing everything and I was like, I really just need to put out like a full album so I can convey like this whole message, even if it doesn't end up making sense, I just, I need a place to put everything involving like this one chapter of my life, I guess. So, um, and it, it's very therapeutic in that way as well. I think being able to write about one experience in a lot of different ways um, is, is super, super great and therapeutic in that way. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's the gift of, of music. And you know, every time we go through heartbreak and stuff, we're just like, I'm just gonna write it all out. <laughs> I'll just talk Get about it. Out. it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. So. The, the paper never talks back. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> no, the paper does not judge. <laughs> that is a good song. The paper, the paper doesn't, doesn't talk back. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like it. We're holding it. Nobody else can take it. It's one of us three. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. So, uh, this move, what, what inspired you to come out here? Like, there, like you could have gone to Nashville, you could have stayed there, done done your thing there. Why, why go to um, Hollywood? Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely like I'm like right in the hub of everything, which yeah, is cool. really overwhelming and, <laughs> and cool in a lot of ways. Um, but like my, my manager was, is living here. Um, and a lot of the people I was like directly working with were so, um, and I had made a lot of trips out here. Um, not like, not only just this past year, um, before the past year before I moved, but 
all throughout high school when like I was working with other musicians, like I would come here. So um, I think as far as moving, this mm. kind of made the most sense because yeah. even if I were to stay there, I would just come out here every month and, you know, buy like $600 plane tickets when I didn't need to. <laughs> so Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, so that was, you know, there wasn't a ton of thought going into that. More just like everyone I've ever worked with has either been here in Nashville, so yeah. <clears throat> that's cool so have you already... come to Nashville? oh sorry go ahead i was kind of curious have you been in Nashville? i have um i i played at exit in there when i was doing oh, cool. a tour last year and oh, then cool. then i done like an ep when i was like really young there so yeah yeah that's awesome um so you already had like a whole group of connections like waiting in la already then Sort of, yeah. No, like direct friends. Um, since then, I've made I've made some friends, but um, yeah, definitely everyone I worked with, who I was close with already, um, was living here. Yeah. yeah. So in, um, so here to like network and stuff. There's like tons of writers rounds. There's, um, different like groups like that you can go to. L.A. always seemed like it, like it's so there's so many people and there, there's so many things to do. So it, here is just Music City, really. <laughs> Unless you're a tourist and you're drinking, sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, unless you're a tourist and drinking, and then you're just getting drunk. But uh, and even then, there's still music. But uh, and in LA, there's just so much. It, like it always seemed daunting because, like I said, I was from San Diego and I wanted to do music. But LA, I was like, I wouldn't even know where to start there. So like, how? What do you do to meet people? Like, what's the networking like? Um, oh gosh um i uh, yeah it's it's very chaotic in that way there's kind of everyone doing everything here um it's a there's a a really big um music scene but you know there's also a really big like everything else scene (laughs) there's an everything scene starts spewing out things like everything's here basically um but yeah it's it's definitely been that's that's been a really um big thing this year is just learning how to kind of categorize things and um stay in i don't know my lane in that way i guess um but it yeah it's it's a super creative city and i i think as far as networking goes um i've met this i met my friend gavin hudner who actually wrote with um we wrote nothing hurts better my latest single yeah uh, on the ep and he he's introduced me to like a ton of people and um he's really good at networking and it's not that i'm not but i definitely network with like people who are in their late 20s as opposed to like you know my age like he is so um yeah it's it definitely has gotten me out of my comfort zone a lot though in in good ways so interesting Sorry, I took it a minute. I had a question. I'm trying to like formulate it. That I just like, you like from it. Well, it's like here, but I'm like, mm, usually that's a, the benefit of having two of us is usually by the time you're done, I can usually have it formulated. But I was like, no, but I don't okay, know. So, how to sometimes you get caught up in the other person's question. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Oh, damn it. I forgot my question. Because <laughs> I knew I had a good one, but it's fun. Um, I want to say so um, while Johnny's thinking. Oh, I'm good. Keep going. Um, so the I'm kind of changing subjects. I love everything. I'm like I feel like I'm hopping around. Yeah, we are hopping, hopping around too We're much. Like, here, 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 here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Um, also, I think I think we're just interested. So like, you're really good, and you're 
you're so young compared to like some of the other people who are at that your level already. I'm just like, yeah. It's just so I the think we're just level genuinely just curious. Like, how are you? What doing the this? fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, thank you so much. It definitely. I don't know. Especially going back to like living in LA, I feel like there's so many people my age doing what I'm doing here. At least it feels like it. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know. It just it, it's hard to not compare yourself in those ways and. Um, and be like even just the progress i've made this past year has been ridiculous um both like socially mentally just like music career wise like everything so um i think just like really learning to be like to reflect on that and not compare in those ways um and be grateful for the experiences i've had thus far um has has been a, a big thing lately of I don't know, gratitude <laughs> but yeah. thank you so much yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so well that's it so I ask this question almost every episode. I love this question. I think it's such a big one because it, it really tells me a lot about you. So, and that's all the time we have. Oh, is it, is it, oh just kidding. Oh, is it, is it, oh shit! <laughs> fuck! I gotta go. <laughs> I just want you to build it up yeah. and then cut you off. I'm gonna. I, I quit the. I quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So tell me again. We talked about this a lot already with with your experience to your writing and how you've built up and uh, so on and so forth. What song do you feel like represents you uh, as an artist or as a songwriter with with the current releases that you have? That's that's a really hard question. <laughs> Just everybody because says that. Uh, everybody hates that question, but it's but it's also really good. <laughs> it is really good. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I. I want to say nothing hurts better um, just because not, not just because it's, it was the latest single I put out, but um, I feel like it really encapsulates that like emo pop sound that I'm trying to move more towards. Um, but also like there's so like so many of the songs on the album that aren't out yet that I'm like working on right now. Um, I'm like, Oh, like this, these lyrics, everything about this is like my vibe, but um yeah, I'd, I, it's gonna change in like a week, but I'd say <laughs> I'd say it's better. Yeah. yeah, I was also just so excited about that song, um, and I remember that excitement. So I think I don't know. I don't want to do it. I, I want to do it justice and, and credit yeah. it in that way. So, so yeah. you, you mentioned something. You just said that like uh, like the emo pop style that you're going for, your vibe, so on and so forth. So so. Like, are you, have you not really, do you feel like you haven't really hit the style that you're really wanting to hit other than just the pop scene? Is there something missing that you're kind of still trying, uh, striving for? There you go. I, I feel like it's less of a, a feeling of what's missing and more of like a what's to come, like a, a glass half full yeah. <laughs> more so than, <laughs> I don't know. I, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm trying a lot of things out right now. And I think after I put the album out, I'll really be able to see each song and how it's performing and um, how I feel about everything afterwards. Um, but like, you know, everything's so planned far in advance that like I already have a an EP lined up for like next year in January. And, you know, so it's just, it's so much um, right now, but I, I'd say on the writing front, it's, it, it keeps changing and I'm just excited to see where it goes, but I'm in no rush, I guess. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I was just kind of curious because you like as you mentioned the thing that you loved about this most recent song was this, and as you move forward, I'm sure it's going to change, ebb and flow, and so on and so forth. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I love that sound. And I, you can definitely expect more of, of that style <laughs> from me. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Who are some of your uh, biggest influences right now? I know this is such a typical way. Such a different question. <laughs> I, I'm legitimately curious though. <laughs> Um, definitely the the Swedish pop singer Leon. She's fantastic. Like I I love her. Um, I actually saw her in concert when I was home um, with my sister, and it was like the best night of my life. I'm like such a fan girl, and I know <laughs> what's what's, girl. what's really funny is I saw like I read that when when doing our research, and I and I was like I have no idea who the hell this is, but all right. <laughs> Fair, yeah. She she um is probably my biggest inspiration, like vocally and um from a lyrical standpoint. Um, but you know, I I listen to so many other artists. Like I said, Daniel Caesar and um Cautious Clay, I really love. Um, so yeah, there's there's there, there's a there's a handful. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> cool. not gonna lie. You said three people. I have no idea who you yeah, are. any me. of them are. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, gotta go listen. It hurts me. <laughs> I'd say my first like taste into like the the blues world or more soulful world was um Gary Clark Jr. I really love him. I don't know love if you guys it. amazing. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm all <laughs> blues. I love blues. Yeah. So he's, I'm like, he's... <laughs> Yeah. That is cool. so fucking funny. You know, uh I gotta say and this is something maybe we can talk about more later, but um your melodies are just so like catchy and good. Like specifically, one that I love is um, oh, is it? Yeah, go back one uh, more. Uh, oh. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. That's it. Yeah. Oh my god, the the melody of that that verse right off the bat is just like it's so good and like rhythmic. And I'm I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with melodies. Do you know who Max Martin is? Of course. Okay. <laughs> she didn't I mention a, sweat, a, a Swedish singer. singer. I was like, I was I'm like, sure she knows. When she said I'm yeah. a big fan of a Swedish, we she would say, Max Martin. Max. <laughs> By the way, take I a do. shot. <laughs> yes. okay. okay, good. Uh, yeah. Good, good. You got brownie points now. Because uh, <laughs> he's like our favorite. Brownies. I feel like we've we've brought him up before and someone was like, who's that? And we're like, oh, hey, we're, oh no. It hurts your soul. But I, then you, I you, feel like I feel like that's like I don't know what I compare that question to, but it's like, do you know? Like, I don't know, like what, who like Santa Claus is, or like you know, like I feel like, <laughs> like not to not to like discredit anyone, but I feel like he's a very um powerful name. Um, yeah, in the song. see, who's Max Martin? Uh, do you know God? <laughs> I mean. Seriously, though. Of music? <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad you feel that way because, yeah. Nobody and, knows And them. the only reason I ask, again, because we just brought him up recently and they someone didn't know who I can't remember was. who was. Yeah, who, oh, yeah. Who, but, I feel bad. I really hope that person doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Oh, no. We, we, we bashed them we'll bash hard them. already. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but um, but I, I just, like, his... He has such an emphasis on, like melody and and rhythmic melodies especially too and i think that you're really like killing it just across the board on that is that something that you you think about or is that kind of come natural to you based on what you listen to right um yeah i i I love i'm definitely a melody writer like i think lyrics have really only just recently become something i've really fixated on um not that i i wasn't like drawn to them in the past but i just feel like through, through more experiences and I've had a lot of experiences this year, I, I can definitely write better lyrics in that way. But um, yeah, melodies has always been something I've, I've adored and it's just been easier to, to frame with my voice and everything. Um, 
So yeah, I, I think for a really good pop song, there's there's a few important things and it's definitely like, is it rhythmic? Does it kind of have that like flowy space and things like that? So I definitely try and tap into that when, when writing for sure. Yeah. You, you mentioned this a couple times and I'm curious. So you, you've talked very specifically about your voice, like the, I, I wouldn't say register, but the style of voice that you have and things of that sort. Um, is it is it ba- like so so when writing a song or when when in a session of any sort do you tend to ha- do your producers have to adapt to your voice or are there certain songs that have been developed uh, produced and you've been able to adapt to it or is there kind of have to be a union of the two like I know there like some people aren't able to change their voice specifically to anything they need to do and vice versa producers just change everything to fit the voice so I'm kind of curious. Yeah, there's definitely like like a few keys that I, I would say I sing best in that is a good like starting place. Um, and the producer will normally ask like, oh, like what what key do you want to start in or or something? Or, you know, when one of us goes to the piano, it's it's like, oh, what what key do you want to start in? Um, and that I, I feel like that question real that that's a good starting point. Um, but yeah, I think I think you you learn quickly if the song is either too high or too low or like just doesn't hit that like sweet spot. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that answered, that answered the question. No, I mean, that's, that's right. But that, then steering away from register, how about just like stylistically vocally, not, not stylistically based on who you are, but based on your voice, like, has there been cha- major changes to any songs that we've heard already? Oh, that, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, maybe maybe not any major changes um i'd say a lot a lot of the stuff i put out like eyes closed and um perfect and those songs um i definitely had a bit of a higher voice now i feel like i love the more like sultry um sound and everything so th- those are those are hard to sing i remember when i toured i i sang um perfect and i was like this is so high <laughs> but <laughs> but i'd say like as far as like um the acrobatics and like the vocal technique in that way. Um, I'd say that that stuff has just gotten, has gotten a bit easier um, just because my voice has grown more. Um, and I'd say that also allows me to come up with, with cooler melodies. Like, I guess it's just like knowing more scales on the piano. Like it's, yeah. I feel like if you can do more um, stylistically like that, it's, you know, the more you know, the more you can do. Melodies. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yes. And no. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes but also no <laughs> yes, but also, i still have to sing my old music so <laughs> yeah. yeah you know I always, I always worry when we do these and we like it's basically they're just giving us all their secrets that, that is like, true <laughs> oh my god hope we don't like it's like taking the you know like revealing Reveal, the magician's yeah, secrets but, but, oh yeah, yeah. the tricks <laughs> Exactly. But it's fun. We're nerds. We like to nerd we love out nerding this, out. Is the serious kind of stuff? So. I love it. <laughs> well, Brian, uh, how um, go ahead. How was? Yeah, I, how your parents must be very supportive of you. I'm guessing. I mean, you moved out, basically as soon as you graduated high school. It sounds like. So, uh, how, how are they feeling about you living out here? Um, and... They love it. They love oh. coming here when it's like January and freezing. Ah. They're in Boston. It's their, <laughs> no, it's it's their like, vacation. Geez, we're out, maybe. <laughs> uh, we're going to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they're they absolutely, 
the most supportive people. I'm so, so, so grateful. Like that really, like they were like my dad, for example, was like one of the people who really was like, do you want to like, do you want to not go to school and pursue this? And I was like, Oh, I guess I, yeah, I, I guess so. And just having them like talk to me, like, I don't know, more in like a professional sense in that way, like has really, really been, um, been incredible. And I'm so thankful for their support. Like, obviously I don't expect like anything like that, but I'm so grateful that they, I don't know, are there when I need them to be and stuff like that and are interested in learning and being on the journey with me. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, I just I, it, like just the, at that I can't imagine at that age just like being like I'm moving literally across the country and rocking and rolling. I I didn't process it until about like three months after it actually happened. I was like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm serious. Like I dissociated the doing it for so long. I was like, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and do you, and when you moved, was, were things still shut down um, in LA? Um, you needed to show like vax cards everywhere you went. Um, but I'd say everything kind of just opened up, which, which was amazing. I think I would have like held off moving for a few extra months if things were really, really bad still. But, um, yeah, no, things were, were pretty much back to normal for a few exceptions, obviously with like vaccinations and things like that. But yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, that makes it easier. Yeah, I was gonna say that would be tough oh, moving geez. there, and then you're just locked yeah. in. <laughs> you move immediately. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, can't come come uh, tour yeah. the town. Yeah. I mean, I definitely was still kind of locked in the house because I was like meeting people. Still, I was like, how do you meet people? Like, I'm I'm a loner. I, I definitely had that. Oh yeah. Chapter yeah. Of, of the move. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Shit, now I lost my question. Yeah, welcome. Oh, oh I know. Oh, I fuck you. Ah, I remember. <laughs> um, uh, playing live. Do you perform live? Oh, have, yeah. you, have you done that yet? Or I know, like, you, you yeah. just moved there and started writing and releasing. So I don't, I don't know if that's something you've even dove into yet. But yeah, I um, I did a ton of like gigs growing up and like small things at cafes and ver- like various things like that. Um, but when I, like, after I moved, um, I moved in at the end of August and then like early mid September, I immediately went, um, on tour with this indie band, um, as their opener, um, oh, wow. the band is called Transviolet. Um, and we, we did a whole national tour. Like we played like what? every inch of the country. It was, it was like the Crazy. craziest. Wait, what? Really? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I miss it so much. Like I cannot wait to be 21 solely for the reason of getting to play music venues in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that makes it tough. But do they not have the like uh, like the exception allowing any performers or anything like that? Because I know Nashville does. Yeah, they they do. Um, but I'd say it's just like very select places. So um, like if you go to Stone, you're like, hey, I have an artist can like. Yeah, she wants to play here and they're like oh age so yeah it's that, that definitely kind of sucks but um, I, have gotten, I have gotten my fair share of performing live and that is like honestly other than writing and singing like that is probably my favorite component now um i absolutely adore performing um so when i go a while without doing it it's like oh i, I need to get back up there <laughs> yeah it definitely hurts <laughs> 
Yeah. Wow. So do you prefer the the live or the or the writing, the creative side of it, or do you like the performance? Mm-hmm. I guess she said songwriting, but well, I, I don't know. I don't know if I really have an answer. I feel like I do feel like it's both. Like it's it's so different. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just from what headspace I'm in, but performing is like the craziest most thrilling thing ever and like i cannot wait to like go on tour again or sell out venues like i have so many manifestation goals out there i'm like (laughs) so yeah Yeah, it's just hard to choose different yeah yeah Yeah, understandable Mm -hmm. yeah performing has always been my least favorite thing in the world I went to college for performance, music performance, and it was my least favorite thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but I finally switched over to comp- composition. And I was like, I'm in my world. Just let me in my room. Let me do my thing. I'm good. There's there's a fine line between like love and hate. And I feel like the things I really, really love, I can really quickly turn on. Like, <laughs> so like I hate I, this now. <laughs> I definitely can sympathize with that. But yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah. You know, maybe it's best to wait till you're 21 i uh i was like 19 like performing in bands and bars and they made you sell tickets and since all of our friends were also under 21 <laughs> we literally would just play to empty bars <laughs> and it was oh. like it's not even it's not it's it was kind of fun just because like <laughs> you did what you want we're like whatever let's just play whatever we want but <laughs> i wouldn't suggest it i wouldn't say go out and right. do it <laughs> Um, yeah, and then her her uh, music culture is very different than what you guys yeah, are playing, though. Right. So come on, <laughs> um, maybe a little. <laughs> so you love the performance, which I love. I feel like there's a lot of young artists who don't perform; they don't want to. Um, mm. Johnny, <laughs> I hated, I hated it. Um, so I love that. I love, uh, but now, and you alluded to this earlier. There's this whole new world of TikTok and, and performing and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so what's that like for you? Are you comfortable with that? Like, I mean, you kind of grew up with social media a little bit, so maybe you're a little more comfortable mm-hmm. with it. But does it take away from performing, or or is it or, or an extension of it? Yeah, is it just different? Um, I, I definitely don't think it's an extension. Um, mm-hmm. It it is very very different, like posting videos or performing for a camera than obviously like a room full of people with like in-ears and all like the things like that. Um, but I, I don't know. It's, it, it's not my least favorite thing. I do love um, social, like posting on social media sometimes. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, again, love, hate, love, hate, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it just depends. It's not my favorite thing, but also um, I think it's a really good way for smaller indie artists to promote themselves and you know hopefully get traction a lot quicker than they would any other way so i think it's i think it's both good and bad for that yeah definitely makes it feel competitive (laughs) i'll say that it definitely is a lot at once but yeah that's what i was gonna say like even even well what the tiktok brings in also this whole other weird dilemma of people writing music based on trying to be on the platform have you ever dealt with that dilemma when writing do you feel like you need to try to write for that or no i i have in the past like i'll i've gone into just a few sessions where the goal is to write something 
really hooky or really good for sync or TikTok purposes. And so I, I've definitely wow. experienced that. And it's it's not as fun as being like, I have this feeling and I want to write it, but you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I, I, I'd say it's not the best, but I do understand why people do it. Um, so we are so different like you and me that is so funny because i can't i can't write my feelings out to for the life of me i i, I can't do it i'm not like that i want I, I wa- much what? i do too much i think <laughs> i like want to like be like hooky do something that'll do this this is the style i want but then yeah releasing my feelings i'm like hell no i can't do that <laughs> So I'm actually really envious because like I have no platform to be able to just be like I like let me present myself. It's it's super vulnerable in that way and I I definitely feel like if I didn't have to do it I would I would still do it but not in the ways of like I have to do this for X Y and Z. I I do feel like it's it's very vulnerable in that way and I have definitely like posted a ton and then deleted everything and like been like staring at a screen of my face all day and been like this sucks. Like I want to curl in bed and like never look at my phone ever. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it breeds for insecurity, I think in that way. And, and, you know, you just have to find a balance, I think. Well, that's this, okay. This brings up this really interesting thought for me. I'm sorry. I was trying to end it earlier. Now I'm like, crap. No, this is really interesting. Right, see, hits an hour. It always an hour, hits. Um, for some reason. So, Tell me a little bit that so so you're just talking about this exact thing. I'm trying to formulate it, but the basic gist is how do you try to marry the the idea of you presenting yourself, being vulnerable, doing, being as open as possible, and being yourself while also trying to, I guess, be sellable, be uh, be something that people want to listen to. And how do you marry those two concepts and try to to deliver a message like that? Um, That's such a hard question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's a really, really good question. Um, I, I really think, again, it, it's just like finding the balance. I think I really don't think that's like, it, it's, a, it's a really hard thing to do. And I think for a lot of people that takes a long time and I'm still learning like how yeah. I can, you know, piece that together. And cause you know, a part of me wake, wakes up one day and is like, I want to post everything online. Like tell what I'm doing that day, what I'm eating, where I'm going, this, that. And then some days I'm like, I want to delete everything. I want to be secretive. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to know anything about me. I just want them to like hear my music and my art and like see cool photos. And I think, I think both of those are, I don't know, like I'm definitely on either spectrum. So I think finding like, yeah, I think finding the, the balance has been a task, but, um, unfortunately like if you want to get your music out there nowadays with tiktok and everything like that and like the competition around it i think you have to present a certain level of vulnerability online and um personality and storytelling and everything like that um which is is hard for i don't know people like me and other people who don't necessarily want to be doing that all the time but you know, <laughs> hopefully that answered your question. No, I love it. I mean, it's just, sorry, go ahead, bro. Well, I, I guess, so is there, do you think there's really not a choice these days anymore when it, when it comes yeah, to? Yeah, I, I do, honestly. I, I, I really think, I mean, unless like you create, I don't know, you create a whole album or like, like you're like Dominic Fike and then you like have your friends send it to a label and they like listen, I don't know. There's, there's like, you know, there's like, 
one percenters who who you know figure out how to do it without sharing too much i think but i don't i don't even know how that happens i think it's part of its luck i think part of its talent i, I don't know it's 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 a mix but i think for 99.9% of people you have to and yeah you know that kind of is very daunting i think for a lot of young musicians <laughs> so yeah it's so funny how like <clears throat> You know, I think it, it's made it easier to, well, see, that's the thing. There's trade-offs. So, like, it, there's more of an opportunity, I think. Or viability. Yeah. yeah with, with with technology, with social media, with Pro Tools at home, with whatever, like, everyone could do it. And right. so it, it makes it easier. But now everyone yeah, is doing do it. <laughs> so it's like how do you how do you get through how do you cut through like you said you have to be on social media because you people need yeah. to see you or and you need to be vulnerable and be yourself and be open that's crazy i think like cutting through like i've definitely heard that like a, that saying a lot of like how do you how do you i don't know cut through the all the noise or something yeah how do you stand out like I think it's just being really, really consistent and being like, I'm going to feed into this, but I'm also going to like make the best art I can. And um, I'm definitely not going anywhere and I'm going to stick with it. So like, hopefully, <laughs> I don't know, the hard work element of it will, will cut through. Cause yeah, there's so many talented people, like so many amazing singers that like, I would like only dream to be like as talented as and like I don't know it's just it's so <laughs> it's so crazy but I think it's just can you be consistent and um make it to that next level I don't know it's <laughs> it's yeah. so much at once my, my favorite quote I've said it before Johnny hard work beats talent <sighs> when talent isn't working hard definitely love that definitely quote. someone said that to me <laughs> when I moved here and I was like whoa yeah <laughs> If you could sum up anything I say, I hope it's that. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, what you said is literally summarizing the fact that it's like trying to marry the the idea of being an artist and trying to sell and be, you know, it's a business at the end of the day, but also being yourself and being open and, you know, all of that. Also, like, if you like have a viral moment, like, are you prepared for that, for like oh. that viral thing? It's like, can you, do you have like, a hundred demos like store to send to labels like do you have like photos do you have like everything else yeah like, dude right? it's like for so many i don't know young tiktok artists it's like yeah like they're going viral but also like can they sustain that viral moment i don't know <laughs> um so that's why i'm like i i can't compare myself to these people because like i'm getting all this prep in and everything and i think that's what i need to be focusing on so Whoa, that blew my mind you blew our minds that that. Did it. there it is <laughs> something i haven't thought about but that's so true like having all the things ready for you gotta when be ready. that moment happens. yeah because you never know when you go viral in these well, days I guess. even not even viral but like you never know when you have somebody say hey send me your stuff simple as yeah. that like some big person goes hey send me your stuff if you got nothing what the fuck are you gonna send them Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And also, so like having a, a team of people as well. It's like a lot of these these um independent artists on TikTok like maybe don't have like a manager or someone who like can support them in that. And um, I don't know. It's yeah. It's it's just it's a lot to think about in that way. So <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Oh, I love that. That was great. That. God, we I, always said something so cool. I thought you guys, like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it really, it did you really see it happen? did. We both went. <gasps> I it love re- it. It reverberated throughout. Yeah, yeah. I love it. We always hit uh, something real cool in this, Johnny. I know. Uh, I love it. That's like, and I, I almost am like, I want to keep going with it, but I'm also like, there, there it is. That was it. That was the, uh, that was the moment. <laughs> what, what if that was the podcast concept? Like waiting until you hit <laughs> the really cool thing that blows our mind. <laughs> what if we had somebody th- like really bad three hours later, we're like, all right, that's enough. We're done. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, that was that was oh, that was awesome. That was great. Well, we're, we're at an hour. Yeah, I think we're over an hour. We don't want to take all your time. No, uh, I love it. It's great. Uh, I could talk to you guys like all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. We love that. Uh, but yeah, we will start wrapping up. That was uh, honestly with with what you said there. That I think is just like so mind blowing, and everything uh, everything uh, that you're encapsulating was awesome. Like like your music's incredible. You clearly you are working so hard, and we are so excited to see where you're going to be headed. So, that's oh, really awesome. thank you so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything? Anything else you want to add before we uh, hit the uh, hit the plugs and yeah, stuff? Yeah, you know what? Let's just let's do the plugs. Yeah, Again, hit us with. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah. We're huge fans. Like, Massive this fans. Super good. Oh. Like you said, I can't wait to see your next releases and stuff. I'm I'm very excited. EP is out on July 22nd, so everyone's That's right. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that and literally being like, oh, fuck. It's like right now. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so oh, when this releases, it will be out. Yeah. So. Cool. So, yeah. so tell us what's the name, what should people be looking for and everything. Yeah, the, the EP is called Stranger. Um, and you can find it anywhere under my name, Lorelai Marcel, obviously. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like a six song EP, I believe. Yeah, six songs. And yeah, I'm so excited to to just get it out there and start, I don't know, finishing the album. So yeah, which so, is coming out in November. Yeah. Oh, November. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're freaking excited. We're I'm going to listen to the whole thing. 10 times probably by the time it comes out when, yeah. or when it comes out. Yeah, excited. <laughs> uh, we liked it. Johnny, there's no st- way to do this one. Are we still updating our, um, our playlist, our Spotify playlist? Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should the- we ask like what, we should start asking people what songs that they're on there. Yeah, they yeah. 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 So we have a Spotify playlist. We'll add you to it and, um, I'll follow cause I want to hear, I want to hear this new stuff. I'm so yeah. excited. I'm so excited. Be good. But Thank if you, you ever come out to Nashville, uh, let us know. Yes, we'll, we'll, I will. Uh, write or see you perform or something. Yeah, I'm sure you'll come something. out to perform. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll be there in the foreseeable yeah. future. So. <laughs> uh, and, and and where in the social medias can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on like basically any platform: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Um, at Lorelai Marcel. So oh, yeah, just. Easy. What what is that first name? Um, I've never seen that first name before. Is it Lorelai? Like, yeah. Have you? Well, I'm thinking of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Gilmore <laughs> That's Girls? not where it, it came from. It's actually this like German myth. I'm not even German, but my my dad <laughs> really liked the name because um, he like studied German in college, I think, and oh. Uh, oh, yeah, it's like some German passage about this like siren who like, she was like a, supposedly a singer who like sat on these rocks and like <gasps> s- ships crashed and so, I don't know because of her voice or something. And I'm like, that's yeah, really, that's I yeah. 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 Wow. It's a singer. 
No way! Oh, How perfect it's meant to be. Yeah. Like it could have been any one of my sisters with that name, but <laughs> yeah, it worked out, I guess. Now the question is, if that like name was bestowed on the person that was going to be the singer, what if what if she had, he'd given it to somebody else? To one of the other Ooh. sisters, would they have been the singers? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> oh, they're mind blowing. <laughs> many mind blowing moments. Oh, <laughs> so many. Hey, uh, apparently, it's not very hard to blow. Our yeah, mind. I guess not. We're, we're like Lorelai, the singer. Whoa! <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Lord. Well. Uh, Lorelai, thank you so much for your time. Honestly, you are incredible. We're so excited. I can't wait to hear your EP on, on fr- this. Fr- it's going to be our this Friday, but it'll, it'll be out probably Last about two to three Friday, weeks. Or two Fridays ago? Yeah. Uh, so so make it's sh- out now. Yeah, so it's out now. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, out now. Go check it out. <laughs> well, thank you, Lorelai. Well, thank Love you, Lorelai. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. I mean, you got plenty of day left. We're at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time. I yeah. really appreciate it. All right. All right. Talk soon. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Oh, God. She was awesome. As per usual. Just God. We've had so many. You know what's really interesting? We've had these really, like, this is going to be really mean. I'm not going to say names or anything, but, like, like in the past, we've had these massive artists and these huge names, and then we've had some, uh, some people that have been a little on the spectrum in terms of you know just starting out uh we've been hitting this really solid baseline of these pop artists that are just just starting out and some that are getting really good notoriety so it's gonna be wild to see all these all these people where they go yeah we were just saying off mic about how i'm very curious as to like in five years where some of these people we've interviewed are gonna be because i could tell like they're just they're just getting into it, but like you could tell, like, oh, these people have it. Like they, yeah, they're they're. You going, know what's going on? They're going up. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just so excited. Like, I mean, look at Manny Blue. Like he's already like blown up so much since the first time we interviewed. Yeah. Him. So I'm it's crazy. Man. So like, what what these people we're interviewing now, where they're going? I'm just I'm excited. I love that. I love I to love see it. people do it. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> That's called porn. <laughs> That's voyeurism. That's called porn. I uh, love to see people do, do it. it. No, 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 not that kind of do it, Johnny. <laughs> I mean, it is in the dream. The, the dream. You love living seeing people living the dream? dream. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Johnny. And on that goddamn note, Brian, what are you drinking? Let's go ahead and talk about this really quick. Uh, oh. Well, first, uh, Lorelai, amazing. We're super excited. Yes. Like, like sorry, we yes. mentioned like people, and now we're like, yeah, Lorelai. Yeah, let's incredible. talk about her specifically. She was fantastic. <clears throat> um, so young, so talented. Yeah. I, I kind of like had her. a, I felt bad because we kept being like, you're so young and doing great. It's like, Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure she gets I think, that all the time. I think it is a big deal. Like, yeah. legitimately, what am I? Legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going through puberty. Uh, don't don't mind me. Um, legitimately, I think that um, if you listen to what I did, it's so funny. Like, literally, I these artists. I don't know if it's a product of the era. Like, I, I feel like... This, I personally think it is. It's gotta be, right? It's gotta be. Well, 
talent begets more talent and begets more talent. It, it just everybody learns from the people before them. Like it just does. And and in today's world of social media and the internet, they're surrounded by like everyone's surrounded by talented people. So like the whole world has become a Nashville. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just in this city, the internet, where everyone is just super good. So like you got to get good fast. So I think I think people are like back in my day like no one was doing music in my school, so I was the only one doing it. So when I did it, I was like, this is cool. But, like, it was terrible. <laughs> but it sucked. But, uh, so it's just it's just weird. I, I, but, so that's what I mean. That, that's, I was so interested in that. I, I, you know, I didn't mean to. I hope we didn't, like, annoy her with that. I think. I don't think so. I'm I sure think she, she appreciated You know what? I think she appreciated it. Because, uh, me putting words in her mouth. But, <laughs> I, the way she said you know it's weird I'm around so much talented people like I don't even think of myself that way that's I, maturity because we all think that way or, or like the the people that are, are growing usually think that way think what way like I just don't ever think of me as talented because I'm around so much talent that I just learn from them type oh of thing. yeah 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 but but I think sometimes people need to hear like remember you're very you're good. Really good so <laughs> don't forget that like I get it and I get that you're not like uber famous yet, but just well, that's you're good. <laughs> to be frank, that's a little bit of how we feel whenever people are like, "You guys are incredible!" Like, in po- <laughs> we're in podcast where podcast world's not like an easy win. It it takes time and diligence and is hard work, and and it's that same idea when people are like, "You guys are the best interview we've had I've ever had." It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, I get. I guess. I always get a warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, when you put it in that, yeah, exactly. That's what we were trying to yeah. do with her. So, um, I, you know, in that perspective, though, it is funny because when people tell you that, you're like, okay, but we're not like anywhere. Yeah. So thanks, but but that's the point where it's like we're we're at the beginning. You know, we are Johnny. We're like we're like underground. We're like the cool. We're like, the cool kids. You don't know about us yet. <laughs> like, oh, you never heard of music and blues? Psh, you're not cool enough. <laughs> That's what it is. Is there even an underground nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> it's not not the subway. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of like the basement. I was trying to say something stupid. <laughs> you said it for me. You said something stupid for yeah, me. Yeah, thank you. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh again, this is another we have so many interviews lined up. Uh and some incredible people. We are so freaking excited um really quick well let's just gonna we're gonna talk about what we're uh, drinking before we we sign up because uh well lorelei was underage as we talked about so be weird to be like what are you drinking maybe she does drink well i'm sure she does i'm sure okay i'm sorry if you are over 16 you've you've had drinks so maybe um uh yeah johnny when did you first drink I don't remember what my age was, but I do remember it was with a bunch of friends. We we were doing a a carne asada, so like a little cookout. I was I had to be like fourteen or fifteen. Ah, yeah, yeah. and I had a Modelo Negro for my first. That one. was your first drink. My Modelo Negro is my first beer I've ever had, and oh, it cool. was the well. I, I mean, I'm sure I had it like a sip before with my dad or something, but I mean, like a true, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, my like first beer. For a drinking yeah and, and uh and it was so gnarly to me that i had to almost i had to like chase it with uh, with a coke that's funny 
I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like straight up, I was like a modelo with a coke. Modelo okay. negro. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah, I hated it so much, and I was like, "This is stupid." And then I fell asleep at, at my friend's house. And I woke up, I had to run home for something, and I was immediately freaked out. I was like, oh shit, I was drinking, my dad's gonna smell all the, the, the alcohol in my breath or whatever, and it was one beer over like the course of an entire night, like Jesus. Well, that's all you had? Yeah. Oh man. My first time drinking, I was at, um, I so I had a stay over with me and my two best friends, we played, we played music together, but... Uh, Actually, we're gonna have Joseph on soon. We can maybe yeah. we talk about this. But um, uh, Joseph was one of those friends. We're gonna have him on. He's Skeleton Ocean. Check him out. Um, but he, we were at his house, and they, them two had already drank, but I had never drank. And we, I was staying over for the whole weekend. We were going to Warp Tour. Um, within this weekend, I also pierced my ears. Well. My friend Paul pierced my ears with a so safety rebel. pin. Safety pin and a block of ice. Because he's like, you got to numb it first. It's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but um, the first major drink I had was a shot of tequila. Nice. Yeah, they like had a bottle of tequila. That sounds like, awful to be the first drink. So I had, like I think, three or four shots of tequila the very first night that I like drank. Oh. Dude, that's a lot of alcohol. And I got pretty drunk. Yeah, I was going to say, for a first time drinking, that's a lot of alcohol. God, you know what's weird is I vividly remember it. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> a, do you know any 14-year-olds now? That's a weird question. I mean, like, do you have, like, cousins that are, like, 14 or anything? Like, can you imagine a 14-year-old drinking now? When you, when you, like, I see 14-year-olds and I'm like, no fucking way I was no. doing that shit when I was that age. I don't know. I My nephew's close to the age where I'll probably have to sneak him a beer or something, but... God, you know what? It's bad. It's bad, but like I want to be that that person. Oh, I'll absolutely <laughs> like do it. Snakes. Here you go. Okay. The issue is I'm too close with my sister and my brother-in-law that I'm like, if I do it and they find out, oh, they'll kill me. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, that's bad. It is bad, we but also at the same time. Eh. But so also, you want to be like the cool uncle. That's like... well. The issue is also Jason doesn't. <laughs> my, my brother-in-law doesn't really drink. My my sister drinks plenty for both of them. Oh, okay. My 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 brother-in-law doesn't really drink, so I'm like, hmm. It would be fun to be like, all right. I mean, I'm sure your dad will have beer with you, but I'm sure you know. There you go. Let's let's do it together. You know, that's funny. I don't know. Um. All right, we're gonna have to cut a lot of this because yeah, yeah, we're yeah. T- we're rambling. So all I right. Said, let's talk about our. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what we're drinking today. Yeah. You can intercut this whenever. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. So what are you drinking, Brian? Today, so I went to ya, ya, Yazoo the other Yazoo. day. I almost said Yahoo. I was like, no, wrong drink. I went to Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That probably hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're like, oh! <laughs> um, I went to Yazoo the other day, and they had cans of these, and I was like, oh, do you have this on tap? And they're like, no, we just ran out of it. And I was like... Well, now I need to buy a four pack. It's it's a Yazoo Native Land, Native Land. Hazy IPA. It's from the Ooh. the Yuchi. I hope I'm saying that right. Yuki maybe. Cherokee and Shawnee people brewed on the oh. ancestral lands. I think it's Yuki. I think the C A. Yuki. Like, I right? think it's Yuki. Probably. I mean, I might be wrong, but that seems logical. With Citra, El Dorado, and Strata hops. Fuck. Is it good? It's very good. Do you want some? Want I think some a little, in your shot a little, glass? Little, little. Oh. Then. 
It's um yeah, give me a little shot. I actually think so. And I was saying this to Kayla. Good at Yazoo, but I think Yazoo is good at a lot of things. I don't know if IPAs are like the yeah. It's not, they're not the best at the IPAs. They're not the best at the IPAs, but I think this one's actually quite good. I think they did well with it. Oh, that's weird. I like it. I it's got like a darker profile flavor. Yeah, I can see that. For an IPA, especially. Yeah, but I, I think it. I think it is probably one of their better IPAs that they have. I really like it. Yeah. Oh, and it's hosted by Bow and Arrow Brewing from Albuquerque. I'm so, assuming. Hmm. Bow and Arrow Brewing. I love that. Yeah, but uh, it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm having a beer from a a a brewery that normally has the most insane fucking IPA and uh, uh, ABV like uh, Dogfish Head nope normally does fucking they're they're what 60 uh, 60 90 and 120 and it's like that's right insane alcohol content crazy hops it's insane Um, but today I have their slightly mighty it's their locale IPA which uh, I've been getting more and more into. I've been looking a little more into like the locale stuff because uh, I want to drink. I love beer, but also it's so bad. But I love <laughs> beer, but it's so bad. Yeah. But I love beer. <laughs> no, so so no, I, I drink a lot of any any beer, but um, I want to represent a little more of these. And I also <laughs> so, want to what I drink a no no I drink a lot of any beer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like buying these because it also just allows me to like drink a bunch of them and still like wake up in the morning and go work out. You know, I don't feel I like I don't have a headache and or totally. I don't I'm not hungover. Uh, and beer does that. De- beer does give me like stomachache and headaches in the morning, even if it's even if I'm not hungover. Just like two or three beers, and I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Like I can only do a couple beers honestly in a night because. Yeah. If I drink too many, especially of IPAs or whatever, because they hit hard. too many, the next day you're gonna feel like shit. Yeah, stomach or head or something. Yeah, and a lot of times not even a hangover from the alcohol. A lot of times it's just because just so much like like content that you're drinking. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I can have, I can have like three glasses of tequila and I'll feel better than having three. Beers, totally. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Fucking weird. But that's cool. Yeah. How is it? It's good. It's it's. Just haze. It's basically what you'd expect. It's just a really nice light hazy beer. Yeah, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the uh, of the the lighthearted, like the the, mm-hmm. the beers one. Like like they're like they, they have very much in, in common, especially because Two Hearted is also super hoppy, and these guys usually do really hoppy beer anyway. So a lot of that kind of co- commingles. Is it hoppy still being so light, or is it to kind of taste uh, watered down? It tastes a little watered down, yeah, but not like it. Not like a light beer. You still get the hops. You yeah, still yeah. get all that that flavor. It reminds me like a, a if you were to if we were to say like a one to ten on a scale, like number at five you have you know the Founders All Day IPA. Yeah, this would be like a four. Okay, kind of like yeah, it's close to that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like nice. that, just easy drink all day type of thing. And like this is what what I would take to like a cookout. Yeah. You know, I just can't get the the low calorie PAs. Just they don't. They're, I don't know. Yeah, 
They're just not at an IPA yet to me. Yeah, because you want that, that like, burst of, like, that flavor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm going to have an IPA, I want it to be, like, an IPA. Maybe I just have one or two, but, yeah, I can't drink. Uh, what, although, what is... Oh, god damn. What, what was it? Centen- the Centennial? The Centennial is awesome. I could drink that. That one's... What's funny is that is, like, almost 7% in alcohol. It's like a high alcohol. I yeah, that beer. one's smooth to drink, though, mm. I feel like. Mm. It's weird. I've been so... I can't get out of IP. Usually, I get out of them, but lately, I've just, like, I've been in Well, them. we're mid-summer, dog. It's not... You're, you're in the yeah, right maybe. spot yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, like, give it give spot. it three or four months, and when it, things start getting cooler... I almost bought some Bear Walkers for this. <sighs> yeah, because we talked about that a lot. Yeah, I saw it at the store, and I was like, God damn, that sounds good. But nah. I wanted something different. Yeah, and that, the same thing. I stopped by a liquor store early in the day because I was doing something else, and I was, oh, I took Luna to the vet. Luna got oh, a kind of Luna. visit. Uh, and I, I, there's a liquor store literally across the, like, 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 not even across the street, just like to the side of it. So I stopped in for a second to grab a beer. I was like, this sounds fun. I've never had, I, Dogfish Head is usually not my favorite, um, but I was curious about their light, light IPA. Nice. But, yeah. So that's what we're drinking. Nice. All right, bro. Should we finish this off? Let's do it. Uh, recently, hey, bro. Johnny. Um, have you been keeping up with our social media at all? Yeah. Have you? No. Okay, you can just say no. I was shaking my head no. But That's fine. I, to... I expected no. That's why I asked it. I want you to say no. Oh, okay, no. no I haven't. I have. Well, dude, we have this post. Oh. That's doing really Malone? good. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no, bro. We have this post. Uh-huh. That's taking quite a while because it's going through the mail. <laughs> Is it is it uh, post raisin brand? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it but there is a f- a flag hanging on it because it's a post. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> you started it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, fine. <laughs> we have this post. You know, we have a lot of posts, but there's one post that's really going good. Is it viral? It's not viral, but it's going great. It's doing good. It's as viral as we. And get. there's this guy just like raising the roof. What? You know, yeah, he's raising the roof. But you on know, our what, social media. Yeah, but you know what? The, what the name? What you know? What what it says? What the caption is? No. So he's raising the roof, but you know what the caption is? Uh huh. No. But it says tearing up them floors. Tearing up them floors. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>